Welcome back to the Hot Mess to Awesomeness podcast, a show all about inspiring smart, busy women to put their happiness at the top of their to-do list. Join your host and life coach, Dion Thompson, as she chats with amazing women who have figured out how to make their happiness a priority, and more importantly, what it's really like to go from hot mess to awesomeness. And now, on with the show. Welcome, everyone, to the break every busy woman deserves. I am sweaty after that dance party, loving, loving uh, the 90s tunes that my guest Angela Caswell has picked out for us today. Um, So every day that I gather the tunes for all my guests, you know, I put them in iTunes and it tells you when they were recorded or when they were uh, put out. And every single one, 1990, 1990, 1990, I'm like, we're awesome. Because I'm like, I love all these songs. Fabulous. Um, (laughs) Thank you, Melanie. Thank you for that. I took a a little break yesterday and um, it was a a little bit of a mental, physical, emotional check-in day. I'm sure you can all appreciate that those are necessary. And um, I did some stuff. As a good to-doer, I did stuff on my list. And um, as someone who advocates for self-care and whatnot, I also did some sitting. I also rearranged my entire basement. So, you know, balance, right? Okay. Anyway, uh, thank you very much for being here. If you're catching this a little bit later, thank you for joining. And so today I have the fabulous Angela Caswell joining us as my guest. Um, I have known Angela, my goodness, how many years now? It feels like many, many. Uh, It feels like lifetimes though, like lifetimes, like we've gone and done and been and back. And so, oh, let's get you unmuted though. Hold on. There you are. You have joined me. Um, Hi. (laughs) (laughs) And um, so, Angie, why don't you introduce yourself and then we'll dig into the questions that I have prepared for you today. (laughs) Okay. Well, I'm Angela Caswell. Um, I recently this year opened up a studio with my pal, my best pal, Winter uh, Saunders Studio and Events. It's been a labor of love, um, but that's really what I'm identifying with right now. I have another job. I work in an office, but it's not my calling as most office jobs aren't, let's be honest. Um, I really wanted to find something where I could where I could be mobile, where I could be my true identity, where I could really let myself shine through because I feel like I've, I've always wanted to take my life in a direction where I feel really identified as a person. But I fell into a lot of habits. I won't get into that right now in terms of partners and not, you know, not really feeling myself. So as I grew older and in this part of my life, I was, I was determined to um, again, have my own identity. So Winter and I stumbled upon this space and we opened the studio and it's been amazing. The gratitude from the community uh, for the events that we do. Uh, we do drop-in yoga and mindfulness classes, all kinds of really awesome stuff. And it's been great because I've got to meet a ton of women in the community who really want to do good things to help other w- women um, artistically, creatively, um, personal care, all, all kinds of things. So it's exciting. It's exciting. But that's really what I'm identifying with right now. Absolutely. And, and that makes 
complete sense because it obviously um, honors that inner light of yours, that, that part that needed to shine. So I'm, I, I, I can think back to, I think it was at a choir night and it was pre Sonder and um, just seeing those glimpses of you in conversation, you know, you were talking about Kundalini and how it was really lighting you up and you weren't sure where it was going, but you were like, I I need to do this. And um, yeah, it's just, I, I love observing women step into that and go through mm-hmm. that process. So I, yeah. I think I told you back then, I was like, I think I'm yeah. going to have you on a podcast. And you're like, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so today is the day this is happening. Um, <laughs> this may air as a podcast very soon. And I really appreciate uh, that too, because I remember the feeling that that struck in me when you just acknowledged that. And um, I really appreciated that just so you know. That is my pleasure. It's all about, it's the reciprocity, I think, when we each uh, show up as our true selves and offer gifts. Wow. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, For those of you that can't see what's happening, my daughter uh, brought out her bow and arrow from the movie Brave and was aiming it at my head. Um, So... Now it's a plunger on the end, not like a pokey thing. Oh. However, her face really said it all. Thank it was you. intentful. There was some yeah. intent. Some intent. <laughs> you know what? It's, it's been a long couple weeks in the house, I guess, for everybody. Maybe she needs yeah. some more alone time. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, as I was saying, I think um, it's, it becomes very evident when you show up as your self and let that out. And when you interact with another person um, who is doing the same, the, the word that just came to me is like glory, like the, the, mm-hmm. the glow, the, the, the grandness that can be created from that mm-hmm. energy is, is brilliant. And it's interesting. So interdependence, which is kind of what that is, um, is on my list of non-negotiable values that I stick to on a regular basis. So I challenges me to continue to show up as me and invites others who are doing the same to come into my inner circle. So that's a little joy for me, I suppose. (laughs) Um, So I have a lot of questions about the journey. And because I know that you, you know, you're an aware person and your awareness grew and as you sort of gathered in more information and and more experiences. So what was life like before you realized you could or you were writing a new chapter of your story? I think that for the most part, um, I was a chameleon in life. I, it was my um, nature, my defense mechanism to kind of just blend in with whatever situation I was in. So when I met my husband, um, he, he's a musician and we were spending a lot of time in the bars. Our lifestyle um, became extremely unhealthy. Um, but luckily we were at a point in our lives where we had our kids. So luck, we're very, very lucky that it didn't take a serious intervention, but it, we kind of had this spark go off one day where we were like, we need to kind of change our path because we're not comfortable. We can feel we were fighting a lot. Um, things were in a disarray. So Brett actually started doing yoga 
And I had come from a very physical, um, like CrossFit. I, w- I loved CrossFit. I was a heavy weightlifter. Um, I did a lot of stuff like that. And I didn't uh, pay any attention to yoga. I actually scoffed at yoga. And when he started it, I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. You're doing yoga. You want to go look at girls work out. I get it. But that wasn't it. And, and you know, and it's funny because I found myself, and I recognize this now, but I found myself almost judging him um, and being a little bit spiteful because he was doing something that I didn't understand. So put a pin in that. Um, <laughs> so, it, and I kind of fell into a deeper hole because he was, he was really suggesting that it would be good for me, for my mind, for my body, and it would be helpful. And so I don't know about you or anybody else, but sometimes when someone, when I'm in a little bit of a low place and someone is suggesting something to me, um, I tend to go the opposite way. I don't want to be part of, I don't want to be told. I don't want to be told. So that's what happened. And then one day, I don't know what I must have been having a really nice, um, forgiving day but I'm like you know what fine I'll try the yoga because he was like come with me I want to go with you this is something I want to do with you and then I said to myself okay I should be you know I should do this so we went and um, I tried hot yoga so that was my first experience with yoga and and it quickly switched for me it wasn't about the physical the postures the asanas when I was in shavasana at the end of the class something integrated with the physical activity and where my mind was. And I just cried and cried and cried. So I knew that I had a breakthrough. And so I went home, I sat with that for a bit. I did the odd yoga class. And then um, I decided I wanted to learn more about yoga, the principles, like why, why? So I took the yoga teacher training and without even the um, thought of teaching yoga one day. I wanted to do it because A, it was something that I was gonna do for myself. I wanted to, I like to take a course every winter, just something to learn, right? So I use it as that. And wow, I got a lot out of it that I wasn't expecting. Um, It really cracked the shell of years and years of built up, pushed down anxiety like I just I just kept pushing it pushing it down um, and what it did was it taught me about making space um, because when you make space when you declutter your mind just like your house that makes room for things to come in like creativity um, boredom boredom is actually really good because it can spark you to be creative and we forget that as we get older right that it it's good to be bored sometimes we've become so attached to this thought of busy being busy 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 validates you your existence right anyways i'm starting to ramble but um (laughs) but really it um that was my life before very unaware very much a chameleon and very confused about how i should process things and for years that's how I dealt with it I just kept pushing it down and creating a new identity to um, try and make a change in my life make a change and I never was really shining my true self through um, until I 
learned about yoga and the principles and the Buddhist principles and they're just their way of life. And um, it, it changed my entire life. It really did. It really I think, did. I think you hit on a couple of um, commonalities with so many women. Mm-hmm. Um, as a lot of every client that I work with, it, it, the, that idea of the chameleon and having to be a different person in every situation, mm-hmm. and um, and and believing that that's how that's how you just do, that's how you just are. Mm-hmm. And I know for myself, like if you and this did happen when you asked me, like who am I? I'm like I don't fucking know. And what yeah. makes me happy? I have no idea. Um, mm-hmm. Because all, everything was about outside. It was about other people. It yeah. was about whatever was deemed appropriate here or here yes. or here. And like you, you just push that stuff down. Yeah. Like, and 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 I know you know we our lifestyles kind of mirrored each other in the <clears throat> music bar world. And it was like, let's just pour all of the like problems away mm-hmm. and, um, and, and laugh. Oh, did we ever laugh at things? But really the, the reality was we were just trying to mask the, the emptiness. And that's, yeah. that, that's been my, that was my experience. And, and I see it. And I think so many of us are like, well, this is just the way it is. We can get yeah. into these pockets, right? And I love, 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 love that um, even just the words that you used about being able to shine as yourself. And it's interesting. Mm-hmm. I was, I wrote that this morning in my journal. Oh yeah. About about shining your light bright. And I was like, yeah. it, it just that word kept coming up. So I perhaps there was a little connection between you yeah. today this morning. Probably. Um, <laughs> which I love. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so I. I mean, I think whatever the vehicle is that a person can align with where it, it helps to crack that open. Like you said, it was a breakthrough Mm -hmm. and to be in that space. And I know a lot of on this call in particular, there are some yogis here, some uh, yoga professionals who uh, you speak of Shavasana and the magic that Mm -hmm. can occur there. And so I Mm -hmm. think that's just glorious. And for those that are not yoga people to know that, you could like not do any of the stuff correctly, but just lie down yeah. and boom, it, it, the, the magic is still there. So it's, um, um, I think in terms, when we're talking about Shavasana, for me, it's Shavasana isn't just like, really people look at Shavasana like, oh, it's just lying on the floor, but it's so much more because everything that you've exercised throughout your practice, either your internal chatter um, your breath work, even just moving your body physically. Once you lie there and you accept surrender, which is one of the hardest, hardest things we can do. That's when that integration happens of all those things, all those aspects that you did throughout your practice. Shavasana is where it all comes together. And that's where all the magic happens, right? And it's surrender. And I, I talk about surrender a lot in my classes. Um, and how the breath actually can help you surrender as like when you exhale when you really exhale it just it goes directly to the place of tension you can feel the tension and it just it's like an invitation just to melt right and you know what so what just popped up in my head it was like when you exhale fully Mm -hmm. you're trusting your body's trusting that it will breathe again your body's trusting that in the next second, you'll be 
given everything that you need. Mm -hmm. So freaking powerful. And I, I find it fascinating how each of us is able to find that stillness, that moment to surrender wherever that may be for us. So for mm -hmm. many, it's yoga, obviously. And um, for others, it's different types of activity. And it could just be meditation. It could be um, you know, morning coffee. And for me, my morning reflective time, there's a lot of um, growth that occurs in those moments of sort of just allowing. And, mm -hmm. and I think that that's brilliant. So thank you for sharing that. Thank you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so a question that I don't think I prepared you for. <laughs> oh, that's all right. Yeah. Um, what was it like the first time you said no to someone or something that you used to always say yes to? It felt so empowering, you know, and that's a really good question because I struggled my whole life with saying no. I really did. And um, once I started making space for myself and once I started realizing too that I wasn't doing anyone any favors by doing things I didn't want to do, what it was causing was for me to be insincere, which isn't a good quality in a person at all. So really, I think it was acknowledging the fact that sincerity is a really good characteristic and I wasn't offering that. So it made it easier to say no, because then I, I felt like I was just being an honest human being and it made me feel better about myself. And there was a lot of power in that for me. And so I've been saying no a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that is glorious. Oh, so yeah. Because I know that the journey uh, out, out of the shoddy life that um, I think that you and many other women can get stuck in, um, it's not all sunshine and fucking rainbows. Nope. So when, when shit got real, mm -hmm. um, who or, or what did you surround yourself with um, to keep you motivated? Like, what did you do to keep you facing the real, the, the you that you wanted mm -hmm. to continue to show up as? I started branching out and meeting the people that I saw characteristics in that I wanted to be. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was really easy because I had my yoga community. Um, and again, my friend Winter that I partnered up with, we've been friends since we were really, really young. And we have a very honest relationship. So she has seen me at my worst and she's left me. She's left me there. She was, she's not, and this is why I value her so much. You know, she, uh, she let me wallow in that misery. She let me feel it. She wanted me to feel it. She didn't ever accept it and say it was okay. She left. And that was actually the most powerful thing she could have ever done. Um, because it really made me realize that I had some changes to make and that I wasn't being a good person and I wasn't treating myself with kindness and she loved me. And so it really sucked for her watching me treat myself the way I was. Um, so really it's winter. Um, and then my yoga community, just being like going through the YTT course, I got to meet all these people who were going through the same things that I had been through. So I was really fortunate that I had a really good network. And then Brett, you know, he um, was going through his own transformation and it wasn't the same as mine, but he was dealing with it in such a way that was so admirable uh, through mindfulness instead of pills. Um, 
because he was diagnosed with bipolar. And so the pills for him, and I'm not um, going, I'm not slagging on anyone who decides to medicate because everyone's different, but for Brett, it, it really didn't work for him. Um, and just watching him deal with it in such a, an amazing way, you know, trying to meditate, doing yoga, getting physically active. Um, he's doing like workout classes online every day for people now, just riding his bike and just spreading joy. And so I'm really fortunate. I have a lot of light in my life. Mm. Yeah. That is, I think that the, what's clear to me uh, in your story and my own experience is um, the community that we choose to surround ourselves with. And I think you nailed it right when you started answering this question, which is, um, is seeking out people who exhibited the traits that you were looking for and mm -hmm. that you wanted to, to be more of and have more of. And that's a really mm -hmm. great conscious decision. And I think what's interesting is it's happening unconsciously all the time that we get what we pay attention to. And I've talked about mm -hmm. this before, but when we're focusing on how life is shitty and the, the yeah. things that we don't like about ourselves inadvertently, um, we end up attracting or noticing how others are doing the same. And then we end up sort of That's in that. It. And, That's just um, it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's uh, what you choose to put your attention on is really what you invite more of. Right. And so it's not that there aren't shitty people who are like doing the opposite of what you want. It's just, uh -huh. that you don't have to put your attention there and you don't have to, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and I, I think like winter who was like, yeah, you're in a whole place that I don't want to be a part of. So yeah. think, think you're not part of my, my inner world. And I'm not, I'm not bringing that in. And yeah. that it would be something I, I too would, would greatly honor in, in the people in my life and, um, not to accept, not to discount, but also like maintaining their own safety and security of yes. self. like that, that is, so when the time comes for you to do the same and it did naturally, mm -hmm. she's one that came back in because she, yeah. that. what a, what a beautiful thing. Yeah. Oh, oh I'm, <laughs> feel, I'm feeling all the feels. Um, so there is so much beauty and and fabulousness that you and your family are creating right now in the world. And by family, I mean, your, your close unit and your uh, yoga and an event studio family. Yeah. So tell us about what are you looking ahead to? What is the next chapter of your story? What's, what's well, winter and once all this, um, once we're safe to operate and once life I hate to say life returns to normal because really, what does that even friggin' mean? Right. Um, but once we find our space again, we really want to do more for the community. We love our yoga classes. We make them really affordable. So for those of you who don't know my studio, it's Sonder Studio and Events. It's on the corner of Penetang and St. Vincent. And that area is really diverse. I mean, one street over is completely um, high-end you know, upscale homes, as opposed to the next street, which is a lot of, um, a lot of people that don't have a lot to live with. Uh, a lot of elderly people, a lot of low-income um, families, but a lot of good people. And I love the old East End of Erie. I love it so much. I always have. 
So we really want to do more things for the community. We do a lot of clothing swaps. Um, again, we do the really affordable drop-in yoga. It's 10 bucks and, you know, people can just drop in. Uh, we don't have, you know, monthly plans or anything. It's very liberal. Uh, but we want to start, we want to focus on doing a market in the spring and summer if it happens. But we want to offer... Um, fresh produce that's affordable for all the people in the area, healthy foods, you know, healthy stuff like that, and an opportunity to maybe grow some vegetables in the studio. We're thinking of doing like a little community garden, stuff like that, just so that people in that area have a taste of what a healthy life can be. That's beautiful. So that, that's what we're going to try and spread. I love that. And I, I, I absolutely love, and, pre, and you'll pre-sonder days, um, the the clothing swap and the you know the renew and and the i don't want to say repurpose but um mm -hmm. reintegrate uh mm -hmm. textiles and 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 all manner of things mm -hmm. uh, to just sort of share in that energy and it's always been fabulous so thank you thank, thank you. you so my last um sort of question is i know that a lot of women especially right now we you know we're in a sort of in a an opportunity to to reset like the world mm. is, is resetting. I mean, there's a yes. lot of talk now about the, the sort of intention purpose on a, on a energetic and universal scale. So what advice or, or, or guidance would you offer to a woman who is contemplating the idea of, of embracing and igniting uh, her awesome light? Oh, you know what? I would say... Nothing can beat that feeling of that empowerment when you make that decision for yourself. When you stop, when you take things away, make space, figure out who you are. For me, um, I find if I don't fuel my body right, I get like, if I don't feel, fuel my body properly, if I'm not eating vegetables, if I'm not getting adequate sleep, um, I don't have the energy to do anything and it messes up my gut health, which messes me up emotionally. And I think a lot of people don't understand that their gut is related to their emotions. And if you're not, if you don't have gut health, um, you're, you're, you can become an angry person and it can cloud your vision of what your potential is. So I think for me, and this is just my point of view, just taking care of really filling your own cup first mm -hmm. making sure that you're healthy in body and mind and then you literally you can do anything you really can you really <laughs> yeah. can i mean it's all your perspective and being successful is relative right it's such a relative term it's all perspective that is so brilliant and um and thank you for the segue because my guest on monday is a gut health Excellent. Oh yeah! So, so I'm very excited to have her on, and um, so join us on Monday. That's awesome! I will. Yeah. What uh, time? Same. Same time. Same bad time. Okay. Same bad channel. Uh, so we do start our dance party at twelve fifty, and and get the chat going. Cool. Yeah. So thank you. I am thank you. I love you, and I loved everything that you shared today, and I think it's such a a powerful example of of what is possible and um and what we're all capable of even at times when we feel like shit's out of control yeah and because at what i think what i really took away from this is it's it's the inward right and no one yep. can take that from you exactly um, 
and and I think that too is part of the I, I, I would say gift that we have at the moment for those of us who who have some contemplative time mm-hmm. um, and, and I understand that not everybody's in that same boat yeah. but to know that um, you have it in you and mm-hmm. thank you thank you so thank much thank you um, so before we move into um, the beautiful movement meditation that you're going to be sharing with us. Uh, mm-hmm. I do want to just say if anybody's interested, if anybody has a comment or question, I always want to open the floor and make that available. It tends to be a quiet group, so that's okay. Uh-oh. Why are you going oh, low battery? Uh-oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm All sorry, right, ladies. <clears throat> So, um, so Ange, I will uh, turn it over to you. Okay. And I'll leave this time to you. And, and again, thank you so much. Um, if anybody has anything they want to share afterwards, um, you know, I always stick around for a few extra minutes after recording. So thank you. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. So hopefully everyone has a nice cozy spot where they are. Um, If you're sitting on the ground, maybe bringing yourself to a cross-legged position and just put your hands on your knees, either face down if you want to calm yourself or face up if you're wanting to receive, receive any messages, receive any inspiration or intention. So close your eyes and start to really draw your senses inward. And focus on the sound of your breath. So when you inhale, feeling your belly rise, feel the side body fill, feel the rib cage swell. And as you exhale, start pulling the navel towards your spine and picture your belly completely emptying out brushing past your heart center and out your nose. So as you inhale, count to four. Then as you exhale, count to four. Picture your feet, your legs, your ankles, everything relaxed, your pelvis, your spine is nice and straight. Shoulders are slightly rolled back and your chin is slightly tucked. Face is soft, almost like the Buddha's face. No expression in the eyes, just a slight smile on your lips. Continue to focus on your breath. When I meditate, I like to pick a mantra. And today I picked So Hum. So hum is related to the sound of the breath. Inside, internally, when you inhale, mentally say the word so. And as you exhale, mentally say the word hum. Inhale so. Exhale hum. Find yourself focusing on those words and the sound of your breath inside of your ears. 
add a slight restriction to the back of your throat. So kind of like when you exhale on glass to fog it up. But keep your mouth closed so that you feel that ujjayi restriction in the back of your throat. Allowing you to really focus on your breath. And it's normal for thoughts to come, sensations to arise. Your senses will pick up smells. Just let them in, acknowledge them, and let them go. And keep focusing on your mantra and your breath. Imagine the sound of your breath as the waves. Well, what do your waves look like? As your belly fills and the waves are rushing to shore, are they fast, are they crashing? Are they slowly and steadily rippling to shore? And as you exhale and those waves are pulled away, imagine them taking everything out of you through your nose, pulling the air, pulling all of what doesn't serve you. Next couple of minutes, just focus on that sound of the breath. Focus on your wave, the rise and the fall of the belly, that tidal breath. And so hum, inhaling so, exhaling hum, almost mimicking the sound of breath, the acknowledgement of breath and sound, that prana, that life. Take another deep breath, fill the belly, fill the ribs. And as you exhale, imagine all of that air coming out and feeling a sensation at the crown of your head, stimulating that kundalini energy coming all the way up your spine, shining like a ray of light out of the top of your head and circling around to your lower belly. Then as you inhale, that light is coming up again and exhaling out the crown of your head and all the way around, filling you with light and surrounding you with light. Focus now on that inhale, so, and the life coming up your spine. Exhale, hum, the light surrounding you, going up your belly, inhale. And exhale. 
start to bring your awareness back to the space around you. Notice little sounds, the humming of electronics or the footing of people in your house. If you have a window open, maybe the sounds of outside. Notice any smells. And take another really deep breath in, filling the heart, filling the belly, and then open your mouth and with an H-A, exhale. Start to open your eyes with a full cup, good intention, compassion on yourself. With your next exhale, sending a love note to your body, being thankful for your body. And open your eyes, feel your limbs, maybe move your fingers and toes. Take a big stretch. Oh. Namaste. Love you. Oh, thank you. Thank you so thank much. You. That was absolutely beautiful. <laughs> So before we sign off, and just so that everybody knows, um, I will be sharing all the ways to get in touch with you, all the socials, all the sites, all the things. So if you're interested in learning a little bit more about Angela and Sonder and all the fabulous things, then, uh, then by all means connect with her there at all the links. Um, but Ange, let us know, what is, the, what is the thing you have coming up next? What's the next thing in, that's exciting and fun in your... <sighs> self-isolation thing really um well besides Sonder, it's really the choirs my husband mm -hmm. runs community choirs so it's a real it's a really nice piece of joy for both of us um so focusing on the choirs and then just bouncing back to Sonder. so what that looks like i don't even know yet honestly right. i'm really the next thing for me is to just enjoy the stillness that's it no big plans here. Awesome. <laughs> so let's let's all follow suit and and enjoy this stillness. Um, thank you, thank you so much. Thank you. So thank you everybody for joining, um, and we will chat very soon. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed the show. Join Dion again next week to learn more about what you can do to go from hot mess to awesomeness.